Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Welcome to the third and final part in the Insane Granny trilogy. If you haven't yet seen part 1 and 2, you need to watch those first for this to make sense. And trust me, you don't just need to, you want to. It's such an unbelievable story and this is the best bit. In this episode, we find out exactly what happens. And trust me, I've just recorded it all. The ending will blow your mind. It is so unexpected. It is incredible. When I read it, I couldn't quite believe it. No spoilers, but wow. You're going to want to stay tuned right to the very end of this one. Okay then, so this is officially update 7 of the entire story on November the 10th, 2016. That's two weeks after the last update. So, I had an interesting few days. To the total and utter shock of exactly no one, Insane Granny showed up at my parents' place again. I was there alone and heard the doorbell, but not the car pulling up. I answered the door and Insane Granny was standing with another woman who claimed to be from social services. I suspect that this is the elusive social services friend that has been helping. She wanted to interview me about the original incident and my police reports. I didn't let them into the house and told social services lady that there is no way I'm giving her my statement with insane granny presence. She shouldn't even be here and I should have been contacted before she randomly showed up. Social services lady then backtracked a bit and said that it was just a friendly unofficial visit to discuss me redacting my statement to the police. Before I could react to that, insane granny opened her mouth and asked in a sickly sweet voice why won't you let us in the house is it because it's full of drugs hey you what i know she's been telling people this but that was rather on the nose i ignored her and told them both to leave while she tried to peer around me and into the house social services lady kept pushing for an unofficial interview and then said they could wait while i tidied away the drugs if that made me more comfortable at this point i realized they're both completely insane and i probably won't be able to reason with either of them so i asked them to leave again and told them i would call the police if they did not comply not exactly a bluff i would definitely call them it's just that i know that there is absolutely nothing they can do but I was hoping the threat of it would make them leave. Then insane granny opened her mouth again and asked me, how much do you make working as a whore? She was oddly calm when she asked these questions, like she was asking me about the weather. It was creepy as anything. I assumed she wanted a big reaction from me to make me look like the crazy one. She didn't get one. I just blinked at her and took up my phone to call the police. I didn't even manage to start dialing before social services ladies said they were leaving and asked me when I'd be available to give my statement to her. I told her if social services want to interview me, it will be a different social worker and would be at my place of employment. Then I gave her my business card. My purse was just inside the door. That shut her up and she started to walk back to her car. Insane Granny, however, wasn't happy that social services lady wanted to leave. She suddenly went from creepy calm and sweet 
to screaming at me. She had a proper tantrum too, stomping her feet and flinging her body about. She even started kicking one of my mum's planters repeatedly. I don't know if she was trying to break it or kick it over, but she just kept ramming her foot into it while screaming that I'm a lying little female dog taking her baby away from her, scum, trying to ruin her life, just like the kid's mum, a and a And yeah, those two have just been censored, but I'm sure you can probably work out what they might be. I just turned around, went into the house and closed the door on her. I could see from the window that social services lady had pulled the insane granny back to the car. They sat there for a few minutes talking before the insane granny just lost her mind in the car. I have no idea what she was saying, but she was banging her fists on the dash and throwing herself about. The car was actually shaking. Two minutes later, they pulled away. And I have the entire episode on tape. I rang the police officer that I've been dealing with and met with him yesterday to report this and give him the tape. This definitely goes down as an incident of harassment and I've spoken to HR at work who were setting up a meeting for me with a solicitor. I've also complained to social services again and updated the kid's parents. I also saw on the tape that before they rang the doorbell, they went snooping again. Not near the horse this time, but they were looking in the windows again. I'm not sure what will happen with this. I'm hoping social services lady has come to her senses and dumps insane granny's butt. Or she tries it at my work, which won't go well for her at all. All right, then that is the end of the seventh update. But let's not wait around. Update eight comes two and a half weeks later on the 28th of November. So I only found out about this today and I'm writing it up in the middle of a staff meeting. So bear with me. I rang the kid's mum on the way into work and it just all came out. She was too upset and it's too early in the process yet to answer a lot of questions. So basically, I know what you know or are about to know. Firstly, I met with a solicitor through work. I've had to do it this way in case insane granny attempts to approach me while I'm at a crime scene. He doesn't think there's enough for a non-harassment order, but he's gonna try anyway. This isn't costing me anything so he can do what he wants. We put a few safety measures and deterrents in place that I'm not going to mention here just in case. Wow, imagine if Insane Granny was tracking her on Reddit too. I rang the kid's mum this morning to update her about my solicitor and she gave me an update on Insane Granny. Oh boy, is she living up to her name. She rang the kid's dad while he was at work last week and left a series of ranting messages. Most were about how she was done with all the petty fighting, how everything was the kid's mum's fault, he never should have married her, etc. In one, she told him she was putting her foot down, that they were leaving, and that he should meet her at the airport as soon as he left work. He, in what I assume is a very rare moment of intelligence, I'm not a fan of this man if you couldn't tell, completely ignored her and instead went home after work. Any bets as to what he found when he got home? If you guessed a wide open front door and a ransacked house, you win a cookie and a stiff drink. If you guessed insane granny packing his clothes and belongings into suitcases, you win two cookies and a double shot of your stiff drink. If you guessed all of the kid's clothes and toys packed into insane granny's car, along with the actual kid, you win three cookies and a triple shot. And if you guessed all of the above, congratulations, you win a bakery and a pub. Guys, if you commented that, then I'm gonna have to supply the bakery and the pub, free of charge. It's gonna be my expense, OP says so. Yep, insane granny was still on the pickup list for the kid's nursery. Don't worry, this has been fixed. So she'd packed all her stuff, nicked the kid, used the hidden spare key to get into the parents' house, packed her son's and granddaughter's belongings, including their passports and birth certificates, 
and loaded up the car with the intent of heading to the airport and leaving the country I'm not sure what the kid's dad's reaction was But he did phone his wife the kid's mum, and tell her she didn't need to pick the kid up from nursery when she told me this I believe my reaction was Oh, how freaking thoughtful of him Then I eye rolled so hard they fell out and I lost them. So if you see them nearsighted blue I'll pay for shipping. Anyway, the kid's mum heard insane granny in the background of that phone call and got the story out of him. I think you guys will probably heard her roaring when she found out insane granny's plan. She immediately called the police while she sped her way home. The kid's mum pulled up before the police did and she immediately got her kid out of insane granny's car. When she entered the house, insane granny lived up to her namesake and went insane at her. I wasn't given details about what she said, but there was apparently a lot of screaming about the kid's mum stealing her baby and ruining her life and more i've got no idea what the kid's dad was doing at this point the police arrived and insane granny instantly shut up and became all sweet and calm she pulled this act with me the last time i saw her it's creepy as anything the police separated the kid's mum and insane granny to take statements and once again insane granny lied to them she claimed that the kid's dad had let her into the house and that she was helping him move out as the kid's parents were divorcing I think she was expecting the kid's dad to just roll over and go along with her like usual Instead though, according to the kid's mom He just looked really defeated and told the police. No, that's not what happened So insane granny was arrested for theft by housebreaking which is basically breaking and entering But scotland is a special little snowflake and doesn't have breaking and entering instead We have housebreaking which isn't illegal unless there was also intent to steal We also don't have burglary instead we have robbery which is theft with violence or the threat of violence and we have theft which is well theft interesting scottish laws here editor stevo editing this your thoughts i think it's a little bit weird oh and apparently the kidnapping rules are also weird too england and wales have kidnapping laws but scotland has abduction laws over the age of 12 and plagium laws children under the age of 12 None of them count in this situation as insane granny technically still had permission to pick the kid up from playgroup and she took the kid to her primary residence. Yes, she planned to leave the country with her, but the fact that she planned for the kid's dad to come too, she even had a plane ticket for him, counts as having parental permission to take the child out of the country, as technically the kid would be in her dad's custody. Regardless if this was by design or not, she's very good at just skirting the edge of illegal and dancing about in the legally grey area. Anyway, she was charged and then released on bail, so she's still out there. The kid's dad seems to have seen the light though, which is good, and they've started cracking down on their security now too. She's been taken off the nursery pickup list, they're changing the locks, security cameras, the works. Well, that is good to hear. Oh, and social services got back to them and gave them the all clear. They're not taking their investigation any further. And there we go, guys. That is the end. A happy ending for once. Oh no, I'm only joking. One week later, here's another update from the 6th of December. I mentioned last time that Insane Granny is out on bail. She's electronically tagged, has a curfew, and is not allowed any contact with the kid's parents or the kid. This includes being near their house, workplaces, the kid's school, and more. She's also being charged with a few other things for some of her previous actions relating to me. Now, I'm not going to actually say what these charges are, as the court rolls are public, so anonymity would be right out of the window. But this does mean that she's not allowed to contact or be near me either. Yay! Personally, I'm hoping this is the end of it, but history has shown I'm not that lucky. 
The kid's parents are still together. Though from what the kid's mom has said, this is only so the kid can have a nice Christmas. She seems to have the same problem that a lot of you here do. She thinks her husband is perfect in every way, except for when it comes to pretty much everything regarding his mother. But he's agreed to counseling, so we'll see what happens in the new year. I spoke to the aunt as well. She's completely on the kid's mum's side. She doesn't have anything nice to say about her brother, the kid's dad, right now. Wow. That said, she has been telling me some stories about their childhood, and I'm pretty sure Insane Granny is evil in its purest form. Social services friend has been struck off. I had an interview with their investigative committee or whoever and gave my witness statement. She has an interim order, so she can't work in any form of social services at all. I've got no idea how long that lasts, but she was found to be a danger to the general public and service users. So I'm hoping a long time. I'll also be on her Disclosure Scotland, so I doubt she'll ever work with the vulnerable again. There'll be a hearing sometime in the next six months or so that I'll be testifying at too. And I think that's it really. We're keeping the security cameras around the house and I'm actually moving back to my flat sometime in the new year, which I'm looking forward to. And then four months later, on the 15th of March, 2017, we got this, the final huge update to this tale. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I know for some of you, it won't be enough. But I've taken photos, because I've thrown my uncooperative idiot of a scanner out the window, of my witness citation and my original complaint about the social services friend, and redacted them worse than anything that ever came out of Area 51. Obviously, I can't prove everything or even have copies of everything, and I'm not going to ask the kids' parents and others for their documentation just to post it here. Right then, so having a quick look at this, you can see it is from the Scottish Courts and Tribunal Service. It all looks pretty official to me. Obviously, a lot of stuff has been removed, personal details and such. Moving on to the second one, make a complaint about a worker registered with the Scottish Social Services Council. Well, that is exactly what OP claims to be doing. Yeah, all the stuff has been crossed out but it looks very legit ah and now we see what is really legit the actual story in itself yeah with everything crossed out if you are watching on youtube you can see but this is the exact same story that op has been telling us on reddit just written in an actual complaint form now if op has faked all of this to this extent i mean there's loads here i'll put everything on screen but there is absolutely loads loads and loads of pages let's just flick through them all wow it's signed as well that uh fair play You've conned us all, but uh, yeah, it's pretty obvious by this point if it wasn't already that this is a completely legit story Okay, so the last time I left you insane granny had been released on bail and wasn't allowed to contact the kid her parents or me She didn't even get a chance to contact the kid or her parents as the kid's mum decided to visit her parents Somewhere in englandshire for the holidays The kid's dad did go with them on the condition that if he at any time opened his mouth in defense of insane granny the kid's mum would file for divorce that day they are still together so he must have shut up as far as i was concerned this was over the only problem i had is that when someone is electronically tagged a condition of her bail they need the addresses of the places they're not allowed to go so that they know not to go there 
In my case, this was my parents' place, where she'd already been, my main office, which she knew from my business card, and my own flat. Thankfully, my flat has two security doors and I'm never there. My parents had also decided to redo their driveway before Christmas too. This was something they'd been planning for a while and decided just to do before they put in a security gate. As a result, their driveway was completely unusable and the only access to the house was a long, unmarked tractor track that involved a bit of off-roading. Essentially, she couldn't get to me at home and my workplace is basically a police station, so I was happy enough to think that, apart from court, I would never have to lay eyes on insane granny again. Yes, I know I'm a moron. Bail and being electronically tagged barely slowed insane granny down. With her son, daughter-in-law, and grandchild in the wind, she had no one to turn her insanity on. Oh no, wait, that's not right. She had me. You see, the building I work in is rather big and sprawling, has multiple entrances and a police station in front of it. As a result, the building also had multiple addresses. Because of my leg, I don't know if anyone remembers, but I broke it a while back being a moron, I haven't been driving to work. Instead, my brother has been dropping me off. This has meant that I've been entering and exiting the building through the police station instead of the lab entrance. The police station which has a different address to the lab. I had no idea, but apparently this meant that nobody was notified when insane granny started parking herself across from the entrance to the police station. I never noticed her park there, nor did I notice when she started following me out to crime scenes. Yep, but it gets worse. Here's that seems like it's irrelevant, but actually it's relevant information that I warned you about. Most of you know that I work in a branch of forensics that deals with really dead people. Very few of our cases turn out to be criminal. The main case I was working at the time, still am actually, was such a case. It was in a rather rural area with multiple sets of remains found in a place where there should be human remains, just not quite in the situation they were found in. I know, be more vague OP, but think of something along the lines of a funeral home fire. Nothing suspicious and you'd expect to find remains in the debris. This was a similar situation. However, dead humans found in odd situation usually means there has to be an investigation just to make sure the remains are who they're supposed to be, that they're all accounted for, nobody was slipped in on the sly, etc. For a number of reasons, it was decided that we, Reed I, would just set up a mobile lab in an isolated building not far from the original scene instead of moving everything to our lab. The building was similar to a town hall or a dance studio or something. It mostly consisted of one large room with two smaller storage rooms at the back. One room had a fire exit that could only be opened from the inside and the other had a single door that we were using to get in and out of the building. The front of the building had a set of double doors that led into a small entryway with toilets on either side and another set of double doors in front that led to the big main room of the building that I worked in. Both sets of doors were unlocked so I could get equipment in and out. However, when I wasn't moving equipment, there was a police car parked in front of the doors and the area was roped off with police tape. I swear to frick, this is all relevant. Now on screen right now, if you're watching on YouTube, OP has actually done a kind of map of everything going on here, labeling themselves and the position of other officers. It's it's an amazing paint job, I will say, but it helps give some sort of indication visually as to what is going on here. Right, while this wasn't an active crime scene, OP was still working with forensic evidence, which technically belongs to Police Scotland and the crime lab. So they had two to three uniformed officers on rotation as security. I'm going to name them officers one to three. And again, on the map, you can kind of see where they are. So officer one is right over to the left, just chilling out. Officer two is near the fire exit at the back of the hall. And officer three is coming from the right. 
And remember, this is a forensic thing. You know, it's police taped. A normal civilian can't get involved here. So there I am working away by myself when Officer One comes sprinting in, telling me to drop everything and GTFO now. He actually hauled me out the last few feet as I apparently wasn't moving quickly enough. He drags me out and around to the front of the building. I think you've all pretty much guessed who was there. Yep, insane granny was outside being insane. Or more accurately, she was kicking and screaming on the ground while officers two and three tried to restrain her. So naturally, I stop walking and start doing my best impression of a fish while my brain nopes the frick out and I vaguely hear the sound of an old dial-up modem as my brain tries in vain to reconnect with reality. Meanwhile, she's shrieking like a toddler and Officer One is basically dragging me under the police tape and across the road while talking about getting to a safe distance. Why exactly did we have to get to a safe distance? Because Insane Granny had opened the building's first set of double doors, dumped a few petrol cans and propane tanks in the entryway and doused the lot in petrol? The only reason the whole place hadn't gone up in flames, other than the fact that propane tanks come with safety valves, so it is rather hard to explode them, was because Officer 3, who just pulled up from his shift, had caught her walking towards the front door from the right side of the building. Oh my days. When she saw him, she made a run for the front door, but he was faster. When he got to her, she had a lighter in her hands and he could smell the fuel inside the building. That was enough for him to realize she was actually a threat and not just some nosy female dog, so he took her down and dragged her away. This alerted Officer 2 to the situation. He was stationed outside the single door around the side, and the two of them tried to restrain her, while Officer 1, who'd been somewhere along the perimeter of the original scene, was sent to get me out. Once more, we're going to flash the photo up on screen right now. You can see that Officer 3 came from the right, Officer 1 was way away on the left, and Officer 2 was at the back. But wow. Insane Granny just came from out of nowhere and would have probably been able to set this entire place on fire if Officer 3 wasn't coming for his shift. That is crazy. So the question is, what was Insane Granny doing around the right side of the building? Well, she was parking her car up against the fire escape so it couldn't be opened. Yep, she basically tried to trap me in a building and set fire to it. I'm not going to go into specifics here, but she screwed herself royally by trying to set that particular building on fire. Not only because she attempted to trap people, mainly me, but she didn't know who else was in there, inside. But remember when I said it was being used as a mobile lab? Yeah, that meant it officially contained material that was, and is, still considered evidence in an ongoing police investigation. And she did all of this while out on bail. Elevating the charges to aggravated and guaranteeing her a prison sentence measured in years Also to add a lot of people are asking about what she's being charged with This incident happened before christmas and her bail for the original breaking and entering charge was immediately revoked And she was denied bail for her second set of charges in scotland If you're denied bail your trial has to happen within 110 days So the trial happened pretty freaking quickly She is currently in prison. I'm not going to give a list of charges. I've got no idea if you'll be able to find her from that, but I'm just not going to risk it. But yeah, they were serious. I'm also not giving her exact sentence for the same reason, but I will say that it was for over three years. The kid and the kid's parents were told about this incident the day it happened and were at the trial. They're still together. The kid's dad apologized to me a few times, and he's not, as far as I'm aware, defending his mother anymore. I hope this cleared up a few things. And there we go. 
that is going to do it for this incredible, insane granny story. That is the end of part three. An extra special extended episode there to finish it. No doubt one of the most enthralling tales I've read on Reddit. That ending has shocked me to my very core. Despite all the stuff that this insane granny had done in the past three videos, I just didn't expect that. Attempted murder? Like, what has she gone down for? You say three years. Surely it's more than that. She knew you were in there. She's tried to set the place on fire. Doesn't even matter that it's a police scene, like, or a lab. And then she's blocked the fire exit. Does that not scream attempted murder? To me, it does. I would actually just love to know exactly what her charges were and how long she really is in prison for, but I guess we'll never know. Nonetheless, guys, if you haven't somehow watched part one or two, they're on screen right now, please go ahead and watch them because without them, you need the context for this all to make sense. It's a lovely, large build-up. Also linked down below. Oh, drop a like on this one. Subscribe, follow for more stories like this. I want to cover more extended episodes like this and just put them in one or two or even three parts just because the stories are great. You get more incredible detailed stories like this one with these extended pieces of writing. What a post OP. Thank you so much. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.